Hello everyone and welcome back to That's Lame. Welcome back. Featuring your hosts, Evelina Shreve and Jonathan and Baker. 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 <laughs> Evie the Sheriff. <laughs> Joanna <What>? the Baker. <laughs> what did you just say? Because <laughs> that's what Shreve means. Sheriff, I think. According to who? You? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. So, for the very first time today, we are filming whilst recording. Which is so daunting. It really is, because I don't know about you, but my dad always says that I've got a good face for radio. Same. Not for TV. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit the same. I'm not used to, like, being in front of the camera. No. And I think lots of horsey people aren't. Like, that's just Like, I just what... scratched my nose. Oh, my God, it's going to be on film. <laughs> it's, yeah, um... but we don't have to include that. <laughs> we don't have to, scary. like, put the full recording out. Yeah, no, we're not going to get that high tech. No. No. We're also using our phones to record, which means we don't have our phones. <laughs> so this might just be... An absolute shambles. Yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. B-Tech podcast. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Okay. But anyway, Evie... What's been your layman sound this week? I feel like there's been a lot of downers this week for me. Okay. I started off with an ear infection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last podcast. Yeah, the last podcast yeah. I said, oh, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I I don't feel very well. I feel like I'm coming down with something. Well, spoiler, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why I got an ear infection, because, like, I thought that was something that you got like doing backflips in the swimming pool and I'm just a bit like <laughs> I haven't been having any trips to the community pool no. so so that wasn't ideal and then the weather like oh my god it was abysmal for March we had snow rain yeah. wind oh it was horrible so for me that was not it wasn't it no but I would say that my sound actually is that I'm really looking forward to riding this week oh, okay because I didn't really get much riding in last week because of the weather yeah I feel like it sort of reignited my... Drive. Yeah. Your passion. Like, today I really wanted to ride. And obviously, like, I want to ride most days, You didn't ride today. No, today. Like, I felt like I really wanted to ride. Yeah, but you didn't ride today. No, I know I didn't ride. Oh, okay. But I really wanted to. (laughs) Okay, okay. And obviously I want to ride most days, but I just felt more of, like, a motivation to to do it today. I think that's good, though, because that really does show that you have got that drive and that passion. Yeah. That you really actually want to ride. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> what about you? What's been your layman sound? I feel like it's been a bit of like a nothingy week. Nothing yeah. good has particularly happened. Nothing bad has particularly happened. I would say my horses are going quite well. I have been able to ride them a little bit. Yeah, you've you've got quite a bit of riding in, haven't you? Yeah. I can't... I mean, like, I rode today and the wind was so bad. My aunt actually was like, God, that was brave of you. Mm. And I was like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it's like a little bit of a flying lesson every now and then, yeah. but it was fine. Because I feel like this is the final push before spring. Yeah. I'm so excited for, like, spring and summer. Yeah, same. Just, like, frolicking in fields. So and... ready for, like, pims and barbecues. Oh, my God. Pims. Mm. Pims really gets me going. My lame of the week, I would say, is that Evie and I, our dogs ran away. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, we got them back. Yeah, we got them back and it was fine. So we went over to the fields. Um, this was, bearing in mind, this was at the end of the day. It was like, what, quarter to five? Like on a Friday? No, it was five o'clock actually. We'd finished the yard up yeah. and this was the last thing. I can't remember what we were doing. I think we were just haying like some of the horses that were out in the fields yeah. weren't we and you know it was the very end of the day and we were like oh we'll just take the dogs with us 
And we took them over to the fields with us. And <laughs> we pulled up. So, like, it's a really narrow entrance, isn't it, into the yeah. fields over the road. And we pulled up. And we were like, oh, it's a deer. Yeah. And Joanna just sort of, she was driving the quad and I was on the back with the two dogs. And Firstly, the dogs, a lot of chaotic energy. Yeah, like, the dogs just bolted straight away. <laughs> and Joanna's just like, oh, me. I was literally like, drive. Have you turned into... I don't know what Evie turned like into. Like the Terminator. I was literally like, drive. <laughs> and you pelted up the field. I swung, I jumped off the quad, swung open the gate before you even like... You like vaulted a six-bar gate. I swung swung open the gate, yeah. ran through it before you'd even yeah. driven through it, and then jumped over like a five-bar gate yeah. and just started running uphill. Because we live in a like valley. <laughs> it's so hilly, isn't it? So uphill, yeah. And I could see Joanna's dog, Sprout, just, I could just see his the white tip of his tail, <laughs> just going through each th- boundary into yeah. a new field that wasn't like our field. No, and I was so bad. I've never screamed so much in my entire life. And then I like went the other side because I didn't know where the dogs had gone. I didn't know if they'd gone into yeah, the woods. Yeah, we split up, didn't we? Yeah, you know, you divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> In times like this, we're a good duo because yeah. it's just like you need someone to like work with you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I went one direction, Evie went the other. I went through the woods. I like vaulted a barbed wire fence. You I don't lost, know how you like I left your hat behind. <laughs> you were like Indiana Jones. Like, clothes were just being lost in like the woods. I like scrambled up this wooden bank, and it is a serious hill oh as well. Oh my god! And then. We get in this field and I saw you like way in the distance. <laughs> I was pelting it. I've never ran so fast in my entire Bearing life. Bearing in mind, we're also still wearing like our yard wellies and, and like puffer jackets. coats. Yeah. yeah. And then I got to the other side of the field really fast. Yeah. I don't know how I did that. And then I could see Evie, <laughs> Evie had her dog, Nelly, and my dog, Sprout, was still, just, going, like, still going. Yeah, because I, I could see Sprout the entire time, but he was just running away yeah. from me, like getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So I just kept running. And then Nelly just appeared out of nowhere and yeah. I grabbed her. But then it meant that I ended up sprinting, <laughs> holding Nelly, who's like 10 kilos. And her head was like bobbling up and down. <laughs> I knew you fell over. I honestly, I would have kept going until the end of time to get that dog. I was not like... I really appreciate the Ooh. commitment to the cause. But yeah, I called him. Well, no, I, we got sc- I screamed him. He yeah. got stuck he got, behind well, no, no, so he, I called him and he came back. But bearing in mind, we were at like one end of the village and we'd run to the next end of the village. It's not that big of a village, no. but we'd still run a considerable length and so are the dogs. Mm. And then Sprout came back and then he just stood staring at me and was like, I can't get through this fence. Yeah, so he was then, just staring like, how did I end up here? And he was like, um, I, I don't know how to get... And I was like, well, they, clearly you got through it once. They black like, out though, don't they? Because yeah. they're just on the scent. So then they're like, where am I? Yeah, to be fair, it's like me. I... I so, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry? Like I when you go hunting... <laughs> When you go hunting, <laughs> so, I Jeez. had, you know, when I when the adrenaline was up, I jumped a barbed wire fence up in the woods and cl- mm. you know scrambled my way up. And then when I when I could see that Sprout was there and you were behind me, I was like, oh, I don't know how to get over this fence, mm. and there was barbed wire on it, and I was like, I. I I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. You have to like take your coat off, put it over the top. So I was like, You're n- I'm not ripping no. my breeches for this. Anyway, we got them back. We do say they're like Bonnie and Clyde. They are. <laughs> and it, was, it was frightening though because uh, there's something about not being able to see your dog that's mm. just like haunting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was um, that was lame in the moment. Very funny afterwards. Yeah, I, I found it quite funny. But it's funny once you find them. It was like two minutes of pure terror. Yeah. In the moment, then... I was literally <laughs> so 
pirouetting, <laughs> running, crying. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, so that's my lame. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Dilemma number one. Hi guys, I brought an extremely well-bred but green warm blood on my trainer's recommendation. Confidence is something I have never struggled with. However, I hit such a low with this young horse. Seeing my trainer jump on and just get him straight away was soul crushing and I cried way too much over him. I then began to hate riding and tried to sell him twice as I became overwhelmed with the feeling that I was holding him back. Two years on, we've now clicked and enjoy doing BD Elementary together. However, I found a surprising amount of semi-pro slash amateur riders have felt the same way, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So I think this dilemma is about like feeling like you aren't good enough for your horse. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think this is an issue that's just exclusive to amateur riders. I think professional riders have this as well. Don't you agree? I personally have never felt like this, but is that because I subconsciously always choose horses that I know are within my capabilities? I don't know. You've never felt as though you've had a horse that's, like... Been too good for me? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds really bad, doesn't it? But I I personally haven't had that. I think I've had that. I mean, I've only had one horse, like, well, one dressage horse. But no, I would say that sometimes... I feel that with my horse at the moment because I guess because I've just started out and I'm so inexperienced, that probably is what feeds into it. I think the thing is, you know, any real top rider, so let's say Charles Dujardin, Lottie Fry, Catherine Dufer, those types could get on our horses and make them go so much better and they would be able to train them better than we can and compete them better than we can. That doesn't mean that I feel guilt about me riding my horse. No. But would you feel low in the moment seeing your horse just going way better for somebody else? My horses do go better for other people. (laughs) My mum gets on the horses and they look absolutely amazing. But it doesn't feel great in the moment, does it, when that happens? I think everyone's had that. Because sometimes as well, it doesn't mean that that person's necessarily a better rider than you. Sometimes being like having a fresh perspective and riding something you haven't ridden before is easier than something that you've ridden consistently. But I think what this person needs to like appreciate is she's having lessons with her trainer Mm. and if you are having lessons with someone then it does mean that they will have better abilities than you will well yeah and also the trainer's a professional like yeah she or they're doing it as a profession so if they got on your horse and you know made it look worse yeah then that's really (laughs) then you're really in trouble yeah still doesn't mean that it's not difficult seeing your horse just going so much better for somebody else though I would say yeah I think you need to look at this in the way of okay so how can I make myself better Mm. mentally and physically in the saddle how can I make myself feel better about my riding ability and how can I make my riding ability better and I think the answer to that is have more lessons Mm. with said trainer because you know clearly they've got the tools to make your horse look better so Mm. you need to learn those tools yeah and also I would say I mean the person's written that it's a young horse so I wouldn't feel too guilty about that because you're going to be growing together as a partnership that's how I see it anyway it's not like buying a schoolmaster and you know they know absolutely everything and you don't know what you're doing I think at least with a young horse you are growing together you're both going to make mistakes like it's not just the rider it's the horse as well and I think as long as you're conscientious and sympathetic and kind, then the horse couldn't go to a better home. 
Yeah. Regardless of ability or how good you are at yeah. making it go, you know? I think a huge point of this is that this person in this dilemma feels like she's holding her horse back. Now, horses have no ambition themselves. They don't care what level they get to. They don't care what moves they do, what competition they go to. As long as you treat them well and to the best of your ability in your care and management of them, then that is all they will ever want. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I perhaps relate to this dilemma more than you can, as you've already mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel horrible saying that, but I I personally haven't had it. But then also you haven't been in a context where, say, like for me, for instance, because I'm so inexperienced, being on the yard that we're both on now, I'm the least experienced person there. So being surrounded by people that have years and years of experience and ability under their belt is difficult sometimes when I'm riding because I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm not very good. So then I sort of think, oh, you know, like my horse might go better with somebody else, might go far, you know, further or reach whatever level or win or whatever with somebody else but potentially not with me because I'm inexperienced but then I sort of just like reframe my thought process with that and think well my horse is inexperienced as well we're growing together he I'm pretty sure he loves his life you know he lives out I think he loves his training the key word that you said in there is inexperienced yeah so you know that you are at the start of your journey and that you're only going to continue to grow Mm. Yeah, and I think if you keep thinking, if you have that sort of mindset of, oh, you know, my horse can do so much better with somebody else, then you could almost go down the route of like, oh, well, I should never have a horse then. Because yeah. whatever horse you have, somebody else is going to get a better tune out of it. That's just like it, that's how just it is. Life. Yeah, yeah, that is life. What you could also think is, okay, but is my horse good enough for X, Y, Z? As in, okay, so I don't feel like I'm good enough for my horse. Is my yeah. horse good enough for Carl Hester? Because mm. if he's not, then I should really appreciate the lovely, nice horse that I have and not think, gosh, I need to be, you know, giving him to an Olympic rider so they can ride him. Yeah, I do definitely like I'm just having a read through it again. I do definitely think that this is a self-esteem, confidence Hang issue. Hang on, let me read the dilemma. Because the person's written that confidence has never been an issue, but clearly it has because you wouldn't be having these thoughts if you were confident in your ability. Or am I wrong? Sorry, I might be reading too much into this. But the horse is bought on the trainer's recommendation and the trainer rides them quite a lot. Mm. Is the trainer vying that they want the horse? (laughs) We're going to. (laughs) I know, but you see that quite a lot. Mm. Especially as a professional, I see a lot of other professionals do that. Maybe confidence there means confidence just riding, like bravery, rather than actually confidence as in self-esteem. Yeah. Because the person's written that, you know, confidence has never been an issue, but I'm not sure whether they mean just being brave or actually thinking that they're a good rider. Because reading the rest of that, to me, this person clearly doesn't think that they're good enough for their horse. Which you are. If you are are loving and sympathetic and conscientious and wanting to do better and be better... Of course you're good enough for your horse. That's all you can be. Like, none of us are perfect. Our horses aren't perfect. You've just got to grow together. And, like, I don't really know what else to say other than I've definitely felt this way before. And I think a lot of people have. Maybe professionals don't. I don't know. But as well, I would say that, for instance, you know, we're watching videos of stallions choosing a stallion. And I look at the videos and I think, God, I wouldn't be able to ride that. Mm. So I wouldn't then buy it and I wouldn't choose it as a stallion. Yeah. So whether that's because I am only 25, but I have practically been in the equestrian industry for 25 years, Mm. 
whether that's that I know my capabilities because I've been in this for so long and because I've had so many trainers and I've done so many competitions and XYZ, maybe already I know my capabilities. Yeah. And maybe this rider didn't feel like she knew her capabilities already. Mm. So lots of, I would say a lot of people do that as well. They buy horses that they're not ready for. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is that case. Clearly it isn't because now she's going on yeah, to yeah, do this isn't elementary and all the rest of it. But yeah, I definitely think that's another issue for a different day. Just because you can afford to buy it doesn't mean you can ride yeah. it. Oh, what I was going to say is I think sometimes low self-esteem and self-doubt is potentially more common when buying young horses because they are a blank slate. So you're hyper aware of the fact that anything you do is shaping them as a person. Yeah. So maybe that's where this has come from as well. Maybe it's the fact that it was a young horse and I don't know whether this person's had a young horse before, but I think lots of people get sort of self-conscious with making the wrong decision that's then going to affect the horse for like the rest of their life. Yeah. You don't want to do the wrong thing in case it ends up doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to your guns, sort of listen to people, listen to your trainer, have confidence in yourself and I think as long as you are willing to listen to people and take on their advice and their opinions then there's nothing more that you can do no you just have to be open-minded and just go with the process and I think often like the mistakes are are the best part of training because you then learn from them and so do the horses so and you'll look back on your journey with your horse and be like wow I'm really proud of where we've got to considering the difficulties that we've had along the way yeah as long as you love your horse (laughs) And your horse loves you. Then your horse deserves you. Yeah. And you deserve your horse. Yeah. So moving on to dilemma two, which isn't so much a dilemma as a discussion. Yeah. So a friend of ours recently posted on Instagram on her stories about trolling. And I messaged her. Online trolling. Online trolling. I don't think anyone needs that clarification. I needed that clarification. Not real trolls, everyone, (laughs) just to let you know, okay? (laughs) Online trolling within the equestrian industry and how, as riders, potentially we have to be mindful about the content that we're putting out there. Yeah. It is a scary age to be in at the moment, this social media age. Mm. And obviously we're capitalising on that with said podcast. (laughs) But it definitely is quite daunting now posting videos of yourself riding. Yeah. Because there are always going to be people that would see it in a negative light. Keyboard warriors. Yeah. And I've had it myself. I posted a video, this is years ago to be fair, posted a video of myself riding. I was in a lesson with Carl Hester and it got shared quite a lot because I thought the horse looked great. Mm. And (laughs) there were hundreds of really nice comments, but there was one woman who said it was horrible and it was terrible blah 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 xyz just kept like going on and on and on and someone replied to it and they were like you know this horse is really big and the girl's really small blah 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 blah. you know like i don't think you'd be able to ride like that so you shouldn't be commenting like that and this fair enough this woman replied and she went well i'm not a formula one driver but i can see a car crash when i see one (laughs) and i was literally (laughs) i know and but isn't it funny that was probably about eight years ago and i don't remember a single one of the nice comments but i remember that that's always the way though isn't it yeah you always remember the negatives it's always yeah it's always the way and i would say i am now very like oh no i don't want to post that i don't want to post that because i moved my hands once i know i'm like that yeah i'm, I'm like, like oh my big toe moved in under my boot. <laughs> yeah i can't post it <laughs> no. can't post it 
And it's quite scary and as well, I think that then fuels the negative mindset that a lot of people have regarding social media and that it all seems perfect. And well, that's the thing. It contributes to a false reality that, yeah. you know, if you're only posting videos of your horse looking amazing, then anyone that's seeing that video is thinking, oh, my horse doesn't look like that 24-7. Yeah. But then in the same breath, you don't want to post a video of your horse not going well because you get hate for that. You get slated online. You know, I can put up a two-second clip of, you know, let's say Simba, because Simba's a really, like, big moving horse. Yeah. And he can look absolutely amazing. And I could put that up and I could be like, look, he was amazing today. The rest of like the 45 minutes, Mm. you know, probably didn't look as nice as that. And I just, it, that is wrong as well. Yeah, I do respect people on Instagram that show the, show the mistakes. I think it's, it's a really good thing, but... Yeah, I I don't know. I'm a bit wary about it myself just because I don't want a clap back from her. No. So I, yeah, I haven't had any in quite a few years, but then I I very like monitor what I put up. You know, I would never put anything up without showing you first Mm. and being like, do you reckon this is all right? Or so sad, isn't it? That you have to be like that. It is really sad. I would say, okay, so if let's say you do get negative comments on your videos, what would you do? It depends. I I wanted to say first that I feel like these sort of like online trolls, there's two different types, I would say. Like you get the horsey types that have horses themselves and think they know it all but can't actually ride. Yeah. Or people that genuinely have never even seen a horse before and don't understand what it is they're looking at. Yeah. For me, at least, I wouldn't care as much if it was somebody that had never seen a horse in their life. Because I would be like, oh, you know, they just don't know what they're looking at but if it was someone that had horses themselves that would almost bother me more because I'd sort of think oh not that they're right but it would affect me more I would say I would say this is I mean I, I I don't know any listeners please tell us I feel like this is the biggest issue in the dressage world because dressage is obviously judged and a lot of people take it upon themselves to judge things that they see online whereas you know video of someone jumping or doing cross country I don't think that gets as much hate online because yes they did have to pull because they had to turn to the next fence whereas if we pull in a video of us riding it's like whoa don't do that I would say eventing get more hate from the general public that aren't horsey yeah yeah and so does racing I would say oh yeah huge amount because of things like whips or like the big fences that they jump yeah no I would say delete the comment for me. Okay, yeah, so so you wouldn't reply to the comment. No. No. I wouldn't I would never engage. Yeah. Because you're just going to go down a rabbit hole. The person, you know, you engaging with them, they're not going to change their thought process, especially when you're just typing messages back and forth which can be interpreted wrongly because obviously reading messages is not the same as having a face-to-face conversation with someone. I would never engage. I feel like they're looking for an argument yeah, as well, aren't and they? It's they're just, looking for an response. It's only going to go one way and it's just going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to draw more traction to the post. It's then going to go more viral for negative reasons. But yeah, I just, I would not engage. I would simply delete the comment. Block the person. And block the person, especially if they kept sending sort of comments, you know, commenting on more than one video of like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah then I would just block them. Yeah. And I'd say really, it's so difficult, isn't it? But really try to not let it affect you mentally. Yeah, and try and not... I mean, (laughs) this is really hypocritical considering what we've just said, but try and not let it affect what you post because otherwise you're letting these people win. Yeah. You know, 
you're then succumbing to their negativity and I don't think that's right either no. so maybe if you post a video I mean I see lots of riders now on Instagram they post a video and they'll say things like this isn't perfect at all but we're growing together you yeah. know you see that a lot now on videos and I think it's because of you have hate. to put a disclaimer yeah, in don't you do you? 100% and I don't think that's wrong I would do that I do that actually in fact yeah I think I put a video of me doing PF on Terry and it was very raw and very like, you know, not finished product. And I, mm. I specifically wrote that in the caption because I thought I don't want people, you know, thinking that's not a good PR. But isn't it sad that you have to do that? I know, but you can't be proud of the fact that your horse can do a few steps of PF. You have to be like, oh, my God, that isn't perfect. So I need to make sure everyone knows that I don't think this is perfect. But I think that's part of the problem is that I think people need to share the process more with their horses than they do but everyone's scared of doing that because of the backlash and the hate yeah so even though it's a shame that you have to write a disclaimer on it i just would anyway yeah just to like cover yourself really yeah because otherwise you'll get people like i say being like oh well that's not what it should look like even though you've posted it thinking well yeah this is the first time i've done pf yeah you know ridden do you know what i mean yeah so okay so our advice is delete the comment do not engage yeah block <laughs> blockity block do not get into like gunfire fight with some random online troll yeah get back under your bridge yeah <laughs> just block and delete yeah. you know if someone was shouting profanities you know down the street you wouldn't engage with them would no. you just get out of no, there you'd avoid eye contact and cross the street yeah exactly do the same online yeah but yeah I personally haven't actually had this yet thank god I mean I probably will now but I don't have enough of a following me and my like 417 followers <laughs> shout out love you guys <laughs> no so i haven't had that yet yeah but i know that it would really upset me yeah even if i knew it wasn't true mm. i mean it's like you say that comment that that woman wrote that old hag <laughs> you remember that what eight years yeah. later i mean you know it's not true but it still feeds into your mind yeah she, what did she say she literally said something like, oh, well, I'm not a Formula One driver, but I can tell a car crash when I see one. That is, like, horrendous. Especially, like, how old were you? That was eight years ago. 17? I think I, think I just turned 18. God. Yeah. That was really quick math for me, though. Quick maths. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do still remember that. Yeah, I think it's really bad. I think it needs to be policed more as well. And I think there needs to be more awareness within the industry itself of how social media is going to be impacting, especially young riders, because obviously... It's the younger demographics that are online, yeah. mainly. There needs to be more in place for that, more education. I almost feel like it. you shouldn't be on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, until you're 18. Yeah. I think there, there are a lot of people on there that sometimes I am like, you're too young to be on here. I'm not sure I want to follow you because I don't want to grow your... You yeah. Know, I, I, I'm just like, I don't really want to be involved because I feel like it's negatively impacting your mental health and yeah. you might not even realise it yeah I do think there's I mean Carl Hester wrote a really good article about it on the Horse and Hound actually ages ago mm -hmm. about how he's so glad that he didn't grow up in a generation with social media yeah. when it came to riding and yeah. I you know I feel like we're sort of at the end of it like we just got caught in it yeah I feel like it's going to be we... different for the riders younger than us who have never lived in a world without no. it I feel like as well, especially you and I, we're aware enough of it that it's not real. Whereas I know a lot of people, they can't, they can't differentiate. No. What's that word? They can't. Differentiate. Differentiate. <laughs> it's a really hard word to say. That's a hard word. They can't 
they can't do that between what's fake which is everything you see online and what's reality yeah, I think as well, actually, this has just come into my head. Instagram have put a thing as well where you can not let anyone comment as well, isn't it? Yeah, you can do like that. Like, loads of celebrities I've seen mm-hmm. do that. So you could do that. Or just minimise, like, your social media time. Like, maybe post a video and then just sort of, like... I often post, like, a reel or something and then put my phone away and, and go off and do something else and don't look on my phone. Or you can make your account private. Yeah, that's So true. that you can still share, you know your progress with your horses loads of people use instagram as a platform to promote their business and if you make it private uh, yeah so that. actually what you could do is if you're worried about a video say you're looking at it and you think oh it's you know really rough around the edges maybe post it on your close friend's story and see what feedback you get from it on there yeah because you could always just put it on your close friends and be like do you guys think this is all right to post And at least on your close friends, they're going to be people that you actually care about their opinion and you vouch for them. So what they're going to say, you're going to think, yeah, okay, you're going to feel validated by that. So then if you post it and then you get a troll come along under their bridge and post a nasty little comment, you'll think, no, but all my friends actually, who I valid their opinion, they said it was okay to post. So then you'll have that like confidence behind you. Yeah. That might be a good idea. Yeah, it's a rocky world out there. And if anyone is struggling, do just reach out and message us. We yeah. will apply. And we hope you're all right. Yeah, it's and not nice. if anyone is listening to this who does comment negatively on videos, stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't for you. And also, none of us are perfect. So if you don't have anything nice to say, don't, don't say, say anything it. at all. Oh, you, you carried that one. <laughs> I, kept it, I kept it abrupt of just don't say it, but you, you carried on. My dad always says to me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't, don't say, say anything at all. Anything at all. <laughs> there, there's quite a lot that I think we can unload within social media. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if anyone has any more dilemmas centering around social media, send them in. Yeah, there's a lot more that we can talk about. Yeah. So, moving on to topical things. You said you had one. Well, Charlotte, having her baby. Oh, yeah. Huge one. Congrats, Charlotte. What's the baby's name again? Isabella Rose. It's a nice name. It's a nice name. I have to say, though, we better get training now. Saddle up, <laughs> everyone, because... I, maybe we should have babies now, because then they'll be in, like, the Pony Junior Young Rider teams with her. We need to find a stallion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm not joking. We need to get oh. the training in now, because... Oh, I thought you meant I'm not joking, we need to find a stallion. <laughs> no, that <laughs> By too. stallion, we mean man. No, but that too. But no, we need to get training now, because that baby, she's beaten people in the womb, yeah. and she'll beat people outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be an unstoppable force, and we need to be ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready. No, I, she's no. going to completely annihilate everyone. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I thought it was so sweet. And did you see the pictures of oh, her? Blegro. I, yeah. I thought that was really cute. He looked really proud as well. I know. He was like, <laughs> I'm really proud. The yeah, caption was, was so cute. sweet as well. It was something like, this horse means... This horse changed my life and now you yeah, did too. It was yeah, it's so lovely. Are you getting all maternal? What did you say? Are you getting all maternal? I thought you said something else. What like autumnal. I was like, <laughs> we're getting into spring, but <laughs> don't see how that's relevant. Um, <laughs> no. Oh. No, I love kids, but like, I'm not like, oh yeah, I want to have a baby now. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Um, okay, so my topical thing, Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, yeah. I'm loving that. Yeah, I, if anyone hasn't read the book, I definitely recommend that, actually. Yeah, that's one of read. our recommendations of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing that 
bringing that back. Bringing that back. <laughs> That's not going to be a weekly thing. We no. don't have enough to recommend. Joanna just went rogue with it. Didn't yeah. even tell me and just said we would start. You know, starts recording and saying we're going to do a bloody book club. <laughs> Didn't say book club. Yes, you did. I'd love to start a book club with anyone's listening and wants to start a book club with me. Please. You looked at me so like, with desperation. I want to start a book club. If anyone wants to set up, literally going to die alone. Oh. <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of That's Lame. We hope you have enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? I've really had a good time. You had the best time of your life? <laughs> this has been the best day of my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cranky. Okay, so if you loved it as much as Evie did, uh, please make sure you leave us a review on Spotify or Apple or whatever platform it is that you listen to it on. If you do listen to it on any other platform other than Apple or Spotify, please let us know, because I don't know what else there is, actually. I always say that, but I don't know what else there is. That would be really worrying. Yeah. People are just listening to us, like, I don't know, on rocks. And if you have a negative review, don't leave it. All right, guys. Anyway, love you. Bye.